Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another episode of the Bobo and Flex show. My name is Bobo and I am your host and I'm with the beautiful Flex. Hey. How are you feeling today? <laughs> good, good, good and good. Increasing my vibrations. <laughs> I love it. I love oh it. Oh my goodness though, for real. Yeah. So I was um I was thinking about how I do myself a disservice by not integrating uh like my spirituality into my professional life in the sense that I do a lot of like I trust and rely on my spirituality and my intuition personally a lot but I don't integrate that in my professional life and that's doing me a disservice because it's the same fucking brain for the same fucking person it's the same same Ooh, yeah you know so um it's been really interesting doing that or almost like because you know for a lot of like just with life generally there really isn't a rational explanation for why you feel a certain way like i yeah. might get a job come through and i'm like i'm just don't, not getting a vibe and now i need to find like the rational logical non-intuitive way Fuck to explain that, that. But often no. there isn't one, you know, that, like I don't yeah. have a good reason. Similarly for when you meet someone, like you might meet your best friend's new friend and you're like, I don't know what it is. Like they seem nice, but I'm just intuitively not catching a good vibe. Yeah. And then you try and find like the rational reasons. Like maybe it's because like she said that weird, funny thing about refugees and like, I don't know, maybe. And it's like, it's never those, it's not those things. You're just not getting a vibe not getting yeah but and that's sufficient hey like don't let society gaslight you into only believing in reason 100 percent. but what's also been strange is that for some reason my tiktok algorithm's also been changing to suit this i don't know tiktok just knows shit before you know but it's turned my for you page into like spirituality and alien tiktok so there are people yes There are people called starseeds who believe that they are descendants of aliens or aliens are contacting them or inhabiting their bodies to deliver messages (gasps) to the world and to increase our quote unquote vibration so we can align and like transcend into 5D. Please tell me everything right now. Give me the code. I've just been like, (laughs) I've just been um, like, uh, what's it called? Like, um just like absorbing this information. And I think what also happened is when the witches hex the moon, I typed in hashtag witch talk into TikTok to start watching a bunch of videos and witch talk is hectic. And that's what took me to spiritual talk and alien talk. But on witch talk, I mean, I was, I was looking at one girl's TikTok and she's an occultist. And she was saying that like Lucifer is her like chosen DT. DT is like, is that? Gender? Like a god, like a deity. But is that no, like I don't think is that gender. woman god? Let me okay. let me Google. Um, a deity? Oh, no, it's god not and... gender. Yeah, it's, okay, it cool. says either god or goddess. Yes. So, and she was saying that Lucifer is hers, and I was like, "What does that mean?" And she was 
she was like, I, I channel Lucifer with flower, a uh, flower, sorry, with fire. And so she was sitting in a room with her camera to a candle and she was saying like, Lucifer, um, give me a big flame if you want to meet tonight like in the astral realm. And then the flame starts wiggling and jiggling. And then she was like, okay, calm down, calm down. And she's like, I'm feeling really tired. So if you really, really want me to come meet you tonight, like do give me, give me a big wiggle. And the flame goes wild. I was like, what the fuck? What? She's chatting to listen. <laughs> like, Did honestly, you hear that? Like the government actually found proof that there's aliens. Yes, bitch. There's six alien species. Listen, as everyone <laughs> was arguing about race, the mm-hmm. government was like, oh, by the way, guys, like, we found aliens, like, they're here. Literally. Bitch. I know. Just been, like, bitch, honestly, come get me. The most, and even there's this woman, her name is Zion Zeta, and she says that she's been astral planning into different real environments. And so when she was younger, she used to astrally ascend to different military bases and she chose military bases so she could check after the experience if they were real places and she was saying that like she saw some shit and anyway, i'm listening to a podcast it's fucking fucked she wrote a book about it honestly so the point of the matter is if you are interested in any of this even if you're I don't, i'm not a skeptic like i would rather it all be true than not go to tiktok type in hashtag witch talk hashtag spirituality and hashtag starseed s-t-a-r-s-e-e-d and from there you'll get a bunch of videos that will like now be integrated into your algorithm honestly wild that is madness also have you ever heard of a theory called directed panspermia literally not tell me everything about it oh my god you're gonna scream so this is it's like one of those theories about like what is the nature of reality so this is um a theory that a lot of microbiologists actually believe in and have found evidence to confirm and i will also say that this theory is unfalsifiable so no one has ever been able to prove that it's not true but basically it's a theory that aliens are our gods It's Mm. basically the idea that life has been intentionally spread throughout space and seeded on the surface of different planets by aliens. Then the aliens leave and they secretly monitor slash control us and our planet from Mm -hmm. wherever the fuck they are. So it sounds like a crazy, wild, ridiculous theory, but actually a lot of microbiologists believe this to be true and there's been a lot of study done to show that this could genuinely be what the nature of reality is, that it seems as if it was all just the Big Bang, but really, we human life might not have originated on planet Earth. We can have very well originated on another planet or even in a different dimension. No, 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 not in a different dimension. We could have very well originated on another planet and been brought here to grow and we're being monitored and controlled as we speak and i know the aliens are listening so bitch come get me right now immediately come gently come gently and like 
Okay, everyone needs to Google, like, the different alien, like, species. Because, like, they're the greys, which are the ones that we kind of, like, have been integrated into our media. So, like, the grey people with, like, the small chin and the big eyes. They're the Nordic aliens, the Pleiadians. A lot of Pleiadian, um, top, a lot of Pleiadian, like, chit-chat and messages coming through on TikTok, everyone. Just so you know. There's also the Anunnaki. I think they're the black people. Because of the chart, they're the only black people, black looking people. Did a lot of work with like Babylon oh. and stuff. Obviously, oh my god, the wait, I hate this theory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, just, I mean, if only to open your mind up to the possibilities. So if we get snatched up, you're not left behind. Start getting involved because there are a lot of uh, like I don't I won't I'm not going to say even say they're well regarded or highly esteemed, but there are scientists who have dedicated their lives and practices to trying to prove where in our history aliens came and where they left and like how like if you look at this if you look at the like physical characteristics of certain alien species they match quite heavily with what people look like so like the nordic Mm. aliens look a lot like nordic people tall waif like long blonde hair the anunnaki are like darker skinned people uh the greys and reptilians are like they say the reptilians like quote-unquote bred quite heavily i also know the reptilian conspiracy which is closely related to the alien conspiracy but that one's rooted in anti-semitism this one is purely alien shit like underground tunnels maybe i don't actually i don't even want to do more research to tell you about i want to do more research just for my own sake because i'm not about to be like the alien pusher here (laughs) i'm trying to keep my relationship to the alien separate (laughs) i'm screaming i actually i also recently heard a theory that um and this might sound eugenicsy but it's a theory i only read like <laughs> i only read briefly yeah i didn't like read the entire article but basically it was this article that was talking about that there's a theory that all different races are actually like from different planet like literally mm. different planets um so we're not all like one human race we're actually like different aliens um, which is it. also interesting. Yeah. It's wow. <sighs> Glad I got that off my chest. I've been loving it. But anyway, <laughs> if you are a spiritually inclined person, this is your daily reminder to spend more time feeding into your spiritual self than your virtual self. Facts. Like actually facts. Also, if you're interested, um, you should definitely learn about sacred geometry. Mm-hmm. If you're interested mm-hmm. in aliens have you ever astral project like i've been there's a book called the ancient secret of the flower of life mm-hmm. which is all about sacred geometry um aliens the merkaba like all that good stuff and mm-hmm. the second volume actually teaches you how to astral project i have only done it once not intentionally it just happened by itself. Mm-hmm. It's a very trippy experience. But if you're interested in astral projection, aliens, the origins of human life, and just mm-hmm. learning about the nature of reality, read The Ancient Secret of the Flower of Life. Or just like read up on sacred geometry. It's so Period. fascinating. And the yeah. tip is to try and astral project to environments that you can verify are in fact real. So when you're back on your own regular plane, you can do a little Google image search and be like, fuck, I know I went there. 
I know I went there. That's right. why Zion Zeta was astral projecting to military bases because she could prove that she had been there. As opposed to astral projecting to like your childhood fucking preschool. You've been there before. Yeah. Places yeah. you know you could enter, but you haven't been. Yeah. Yeah. And there's actually been um, evidence that we originated from aliens. There was about 15 million, 15 million years ago, there's a meteorite that blasted from the surface of Mars and was found in Antarctica in like 1984 or something like that. And that meteor, that meteor was shown to contain structures that actually are the remains of terrestrial nanobacteria, which is just a fancy word for like alien bacteria. So there's so much proof. No, not proof. There's so much evidence that the aliens are here. What do you think the aliens want? Like, what? how do you feel? Like, what is? what do you think is the relationship between aliens and us? Like, do you think they're friendly? Well, do the you thing think is, that, yeah. I was watching a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is, let me, but that this, is a plausible source. This one guy source. was saying... I think it was the Anunnaki alien species, but basically their planet was dying and they needed gold to like feed back into it. Kind of like, um, what do you call it? What's that thing on Black Panther? The, what's that shit? Anyway, anyway, um, they needed gold. So they wanted to come, oh, they came down I know to earth to mine some gold, but then realized it was a far more like arduous and labor intensive process. And they realized that then they created humans to do that fucking slave labor for them. But then realized that because labor is so intensive, the humans were also dying far quickly, too quickly to mine enough gold to keep the planet like thriving and surviving. Then they did something to our DNA, made us procreate, but that got out of hand. Now there's too many of us. With no, with like no single vision, so I feel like uh, I would say it's still aliens need like um like loyal. What do you call those people? Loyal, like subservient people to do the things that they don't want to do. I think aliens yeah. are far aware that they're the superior beings. They don't want to be friends. There might be a few who fall out of line and start to fall in love with us. I get it. You know we're cute, but for the most part, they need subservient people to do the things that they don't want to do. Inter- so do you think that like planet earth is basically just like have you ever watched rick it's and morty training. no i haven't there's, <laughs> so there's this episode where rick who's this like crazy scientist he has a car and inside the car he's created a universe that's basically powering the engine of his car mm-hmm. so like it's basically proposing this theory that like human being or just not humans but this entire planet we're over here thinking that like we're these divine celestial beings (laughs) when really we could just be like a power source for some aliens in a distant planet somewhere like all the energy that we produce from existing yeah could just be used to power up another planet they're kind of like, you know, keep breathing. We, we need your energy to do some energetic things to our shit. Just keep vibing out. We'll come scoop a few of you. We need a little bit extra. Like when we, when we all need to start ascending and vibrating higher, we'll chuck a few star seeds on TikTok, get you all thinking. <laughs> bruh, bruh. I believe it. Yeah, there's also, have you heard of indigo children? 
Yes, I have. But there are so yeah. many. There are indigo children, rainbow children, crystal children. Oh, are they? I've never heard of yeah. crystal and rainbow children. What are those? Look at the crystal. Well, they're the ones who have like, let me actually Google it so we can like get the right information out. Yeah. So, again, Zion Data's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, by definition, indigo children, according to pseudoscientific New Age concepts, are children who are believed to possess special, unusual, and sometimes supernatural traits or abilities. Then, rainbow children. Indigo children are also always depressed, apparently. Mm. Okay, here. Crystal children are another exceptional category of human beings known to follow their heart as idealists in a world limited and troubled by materialists. This means that crystal children are apt to flow with consciousness rather than forcing their way through life and hardships in search of material success. Their ultimate goal seems to be firmly established in making the world a better place. Like indigo children, crystal children also exude an old soul persona. So that's Bobo, everyone. <laughs> I was literally, I was literally, literally. About to say, is that me? This you? Like um, googling crystal children immediately, right? And then starseed children um, represent the umbrella group of people who are said to have been sent here from all areas of the universe to help Earth and the humanity. They're reported to possess. Physical, I mean, sorry, possess psychic, spiritual, and other extrasensory abilities and are bringers of peace, topplers of corrupt systems, and shifters of dimensional consciousness now and in the future. Uh, Nikki Patia wrote that these children have come here on a special assignment to assist in this rebirth into a higher dimensional earth. Um, Patia noted that star children may be divided into three categories of indigo, crystal, and rainbow individuals. Okay. Rainbow children are unique that they have never lived on planet Earth before now. This is unheard of today where we have all had tons of past lives. Even the other star children, indigo and crystals, have lived past lives. Because of this, the rainbows are wise, compassionate souls who have no karma to work out. And that means they can be fully devoted to serving humankind. And make no mistake, this doesn't mean that your child has to do some fancy thing. It's in their presence. The energy and compassionate nature that affects humankind in a very profound and positive way. They're like little magnets of positivity. Have you ever noticed that your child doesn't care about stuff? Interesting. (laughs) 13 signs your child is one of the rainbow children. I love this. Number one, very forgiving of others, strong-willed, telepathic, has high energy, has large soulful eyes. Your family is peaceful, is intuitive, a psychic, can instantly manifest. We're born around the 2000s, is fearless, they love helping others, and they recover quickly from negative emotions. I love this shit so much. Interesting. The point is, get on... Get on fucking witch TikTok, spiritual TikTok, and um, starseed TikTok. Also, just what's interesting is, um, you know, how do I explain it without sounding like I'm being condescending? It's, you know, when you encounter somebody in your real life who might have alternate alternative of spiritual beliefs, they're often relegating to being like quirky particularly quirky people like a bit weird a bit whatever it's interesting seeing so many different people who don't fit 
I guess my stereotypical archetype of what I would assume someone to be interested in these practices would look like. So mm. I'm just on Starseed TikTok and it's a normal, it's like quote unquote normal, an average looking person in like a suit on his way to his job as an accountant. Yeah. Hey everyone, yeah. I just have a message from the Pleiadians. What? <laughs> like, or, you know, these young girls who identify as occultists and they're not doing, uh, they, they don't, they're not wearing all black or wearing black lipstick or, you know, saying they want to fuck the devil it's very matter of fact like okay i've been talking to lucifer today he has a message for us you know it's all just matter of fact it's this very like diverse culmination of people representing these experiences that i just had such narrow-minded ideas of that's the most interesting thing for me yeah it is and also they're not trying to prove anything they're not on the internet being like hey everyone like you know i don't care if you like don't don't understand me but this is like no this is what i'm in the same way somebody somebody would share the lipstick they're wearing or the granola bowl they they ate today hey everyone i just have a message from um beezlebub today um he just wants you to know like what (laughs) i love it obsessed what are the messages usually like when people are like the aliens have come and told me some shit like what are they and how do they come to people like is it just a nigga who walks into your room like are they astral <laughs> well, projecting into your dreams like how does it work some of them astral project quite a bit some of them do it in a meditative state uh some of them uh channel their deities through um like uh certain totems like candles and things and then do it through telepathy some of them are actually being like some of them are having the aliens being channeled through them so this one guy he's just sitting in his car looking dead into the camera being like hey everyone this is a message from the pleiadians but he was speaking in a rhythmic way and people in the comments were like oh my goodness when i'm being channeled by the pleiadians this is how i speak as well i start to like slur out certain words it's bizarre but anyway so this one guy just be like, hey, everyone, this is a message message from the Pleiadians. They can acknowledge that at the moment there is some physical and emotional unrest within the uh, within humanity. They want you to know that this is a sign of, you know, a certain dimension raising. It is very important that you like just shit like that. Or, yeah, yeah. you know, one chick would be like, hey, everyone, I was super um, I was just feeling really off today. Like the energy is wrong. I came into my room and after work and my Lucifer candle was lit. So I knew that he wanted to talk to me. I went into the astral realm and he was just speaking about how he's going to be out of touch for a few days because there's a lot happening on his side and like people are not seeing eye to eye and that kind of friction is going to impact. uh, It's going to have an energetic impact on how we humans are engaging with each other. Shit like that. We're like, okay, it's like next level astrology, next level horoscopes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I love it. It's so Is awesome. It, are they like predicting things? Like are the messages more predictive or just descriptive? Like are they just like descriptive. describing what's happening? Are they telling us why shit is happening? Yes. So there there are some people tell you why it's happening, what's happening and the consequence of what is happening, depending on who's speaking and for what reason they're speaking for. Um, yeah. But, you know, some people will have predictions and go back and be like, you know, I had a message from the Pleiadians last year. I spoke about it. This is the video. And it was talking about, like, for instance, some chick said that something happened with um, 
like when when the baby witches were hexing the moon basically they didn't hex the moon but they did something that frustrated artemis and artemis is sisters with apollo and apollo is like the deity or the god of like medicine or something and then Mm. that might have had an adverse effect on the pandemic it's shit like that some are like doing mythological predictions some are being like being body snatched by aliens i don't know the right term who are have aliens like speaking through their body giving people messages for the future others are saying that i am making an intuitive guess on what my deity is telling me so on and so forth but like at the moment i'm like as i'm explaining i'm blurring witch talk spiritual talk and alien talk they're different talks okay but okay i'm not i'm not across it yet so witch talk is more deities alien talk is like channeling and like okay. messages from above, 5D consciousness, like spirituality, chakra, like yeah, alien talk yeah. and witch talk separate spectrums. Spirituality talk can blur, can be like the conduit to both, but can also exist without alien or witches. Because like, okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Like, do you think the aliens are watching us or do you think they're watching us and controlling us? Yeah, like, are we just... Well, yes, we are puppets on a string, like, neurologically speaking. Mm-hmm. But are those strings the aliens? Hmm. Like, are they orchestrating everything that's going on and we just feel like we have free will? Or are they just kind of watching us like a, a TV show? I feel like the way I'm imagining it is that there are some aliens who... Like, the majority of aliens are just trying to just do their thing, get by, extract what they need from humankind and go. Yeah. And there are some aliens that have humanized us who are mindful of our personal well-being, who are going out of their way to channel through other humans, to lift us to a spot where we're not left behind. Because from what I'm gathering, in order for us to even get to a spot where we can like engage with aliens and have that be a mutually beneficial relationship, we've got to quote unquote, I don't know what this means, raise our consciousness. So right yeah. now we're in the 3D realm and we need to get to at least the 5D to be able to like, be able to, I guess, Even engage like with aliens them. on yeah. a level that's mutually beneficial. But also like we are stunted by who we are as people. Like we can only use a certain amount of our brain capacity. Facts. So like, you know how dolphins are telepathic because they can use like 13% of their brain capacity and we yeah, can only yeah. use like, was it eight, 10 so we're not even on a level. So we yeah, are like... No, literally. So it's, I think what spiritual talk and alien talk and, and are trying to say that is if we consciously do things to raise our consciousness and our vibrations and use certain elements of our brain that were previously uncapped because we've been limited by our lived experience. So perhaps yeah, that's like perception. doing psychedelics or whatever that might be, then we yeah. are able to get in contact with these aliens who can only reach us in certain levels of consciousness. See, and this is exactly why I 150%... Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. believe that shrooms were put on this planet for that very purpose of just... Mm. Have you ever done shrooms? I have, I have. The experience of being on shrooms, which I'm going to do tomorrow again... It's literally like having a non-verbal conversation with your creator, which, in my opinion, I don't know if it's an alien, but in my opinion, we're all living in a simulation. So the nigga who's running the simulation put shrooms down here, not acid, but shrooms specifically, so that every now and then we can like check in. And it's just like everything makes sense when you're on shrooms, which I think is because your three-dimensional limitations like those walls are just pushed open and like for that moment you really are like operating like through the lens of like a fourth dimensional being i mean anything that challenges your reality in a way that you can only see it to be true is going Mm. to yeah it's going to like increase your understanding of the possibility right so like even if we use let's say you use lsd as an example the fact that you are able to see things so clearly existing right in front of you that you know aren't real gives you the range to challenge everything around you so Mm, for one so for an example like I remember one time I went to this party and drank like out of this cup of miscellaneous water, whatever was put in it, miscellaneous psychedelics. I don't know what it was. I think I've told the story on the podcast, but (laughs) I was later on when like the party, it was like a bougie glamping thing with a bunch of people. So we had all driven out onto the farm. And so the party died down a lot earlier than a normal party would because like it's cold and it's midnight. We want to sleep. But I remember I was spooning one of my very close friends because she was like, she's far smaller than me. And I was like, if I'm cold, then like, you must be really feeling it in your bones, sis. Yeah. (laughs) I was spooning her, her back to my front. Yes. You can imagine. Yeah. 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 So we're lying down. Like you're the big spoon. Yeah. I'm big spoon. She's a little spoon. I'm holding her and we both have hoodies on to like keep the warmth in. So I should effectively be seeing the back of her head right yeah tell me why i'm seeing the front of her head smiling at me no when i know that she's facing the other direction talking to me (laughs) what are you and then i look around the tent which should effectively be dark because it is nighttime and then i see her in the corner no i'm screaming like holding her knees looking at me (gasps) smiling and then I realize my eyes are closed. Oh my god. <laughs> what do you I was, mean? Me? <laughs> and then, what do you mean? For anyone who's been in that kind of situation where you found yourself just a little bit too far gone, but coherent enough to know that what you're seeing is not in fact real. And so you're mindful of not saying things that make you seem like you are unwell. Yeah. So I'm yeah. trying to sustain a conversation with her so she doesn't freak out because she took whatever I took. She was just further along than I was. Yeah. So she didn't freak out, but also me being mindful that I'm now interacting with three of her in some capacity and my eyes are closed. 
<laughs> yeah. But don't you think they're really... How do I put it? Don't you think even, they're really worth three of her? Like, how... This is why what I'm is saying. that reality like, not real? The you reason know why I, mean? I can be so matter-of-fact about it is yeah. because I'm not challenging whether it did or didn't happen. I know it happened. I experienced yeah. it. In yeah. that moment, it was as real as I was. It was... Like... Have you ever heard of a theory... <laughs> Heard of what? This is. Have you ever heard of a theory called fictional realism? No. So it's really fascinating theory. So it's this theory that there are an infinite number of universes, which means that everything must exist somewhere. So mm-hmm. this includes literally everything. All of your favorite fiction and fantasy stories like Harry Potter, Superman, all the things all exist somewhere like in reality because somewhere out there all the right pieces came into place to make it happen so like in a parallel universe you might be living in LA instead of living in Sydney Mm -hmm. in another universe you actually were never born because your parents never met in another Mm -hmm. universe you're a lily pad in another universe you're a frog in another universe, you're a white man in Calabasas. And yeah. like all of these different infinite versions of you all exist at the same time. And I feel like being on shrooms is just opening the doorway of fictional realism to perceive multiple versions of one thing, just existing mm-hmm. in different planes of exist, like in different parallel universes. Do you get what I mean? So like Absolutely. in that one space that you are occupying, for example, like that's in your bedroom. So in your one bedroom, there exists infinite parallel universes in infinite dimensions. And like when you're on shrooms or like you've opened up different pathways in your brain, you're in one space but you can experience or you can perceive all of like the multiple versions of you or like of the person that's in a room with you and that's how I know it's real like fictional Mm -hmm. realism is real and it's almost like you need an like like I said you need an experience that you can like you know is absurd but you can only regard as real because it happened yeah but without that kind of um like breaking of the fourth wall without that kind of like experience to shatter your perception because it's all perception of your own individual reality then you are so many light years behind getting to that point of understanding like yeah you know it's it's a bizarre thing because I just feel like it's a lot for one's mind to handle and I'm very interested in keeping a grip on my sanity because there is a level of exploration into the depths of your mind that could just render you um, a veggie. Like it's too hard to comprehend what you what you have seen, what you haven't, what you've experienced, what you haven't. So much so that you start to lose a grip on which reality you want to start being an active part of. <laughs> um, Ooh, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like I know, again go to LSD TikTok, you will see people who struggle to make the distinction between this current reality that we're in and the realities they travel to frequently during their own practices. But like I was saying, it's a really bizarre experience because our eyes really are 
and perhaps our ability to touch are our only real ties to this experience. And so you really do rely on what you can see and touch to prove your existence or lack thereof. Mm. And so when you are looking at things that do not look like they should, or you're perceiving them in a way differently that you can't turn off and on because your eyes are the only window to this experience, then you start to question what ha- what you have or haven't been seeing in other experiences because you haven't been allowed allowing yourself to see it or whatever it might be. Ooh. Because I guess that's the question when you are taking certain substances. Are you allowing yourself to see what you've been ignoring or are you being invited to see what you haven't seen before? Oop, oop. I think it's a combination of both. Yeah, I think it's a combination. Well, I, I, okay, this is going to sound really far-fetched, but I fully believe it's true. But like, I think it's a combination of both because reality doesn't actually exist. Reality only exists in your mind. So like Mm -hmm. the color yellow is only yellow because of the way that your brain processes sensory information. So if you had a different brain, you would not see a banana as a banana. It would be something entirely different, which means that like physical reality isn't shared, objective or real. Like it it actually doesn't exist. So like when you're on shrooms or you're on LSD or whatever the case is, and you're now starting to see things that you didn't see before, it's not so much that those things don't exist It's just that your brain is now wired differently, which means that your sensory perception is also wired differently, which literally changes your physical reality. So your physical reality was never objective or shared to begin with. We just think it's shared because of language. Reality as an experience, not as a concept, isn't shared. And the only reason we think it is, is because we think that language is objective. Like my skin suit, your skin suit, someone else's skin suit has three different, extremely different ways of processing reality. So who's to say which one is real and which one isn't? Like clearly none of them are real because nothing is real. And that's what you learn when you're on shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> this is us like advocating, like it's like an um, anti-drug. We're like, you don't have to take it. We'll just tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, no, like literally. We'll just tell you about it. Um, yeah, it's the whole experience is very bizarre. But I mean, unlike other like recreational activities that one can do, it's, mm. there really does feel as though there is... Um, how do I explain it? Expected responses. You know, like you can take, like, if you're somewhere where smoking weed is legal, weed's not for me, so I don't know how that goes. But yeah. I'm sure that you can, like, there's a, a general spectrum of feelings and uh, physical responses that you get right. to that, taking that substance, right? But when you're taking, like, a psychedelic, a hallucinogenic, whatever it might be, it really is up to your own interpretation and perception and lived experience. So there's a lot of room for a quote unquote negative experience. I'd say it's one of those things where whenever people ask me, like, should I, I'm like, I don't actually know. Cause I don't really know what's in your head and yeah. how far bad in the wrong direction it can go for you. And I, when I listen to people's podcasts, a lot of people regard negative psychedelic experiences as 
positive breakthroughs. Like you had to get to rock bottom to be able to see your life in a certain way. And I don't know if rock bottom is psychosis for some people. So like, I would Ooh. not be the person who's like, go try it, go try it. Because yeah, drug and juice psychosis is so real and not enough people talk about that shit. And I just feel like a lot of people play with fire because we're not in environments where taking certain substances is um, legal. And so we're not in environments where you can be like educated to how to like take enough for you, take enough for a certain response. It's all wild. It is. I'm always in the camp of like, take less than you think, not more than you think. Yeah. And like do it gradually, but also don't, don't say we told you to go do drugs. No, like, no. Don't do drugs. If anything, we're saying don't do drugs. Yeah. But what I find to also be interesting is that the environment that you put yourself into take shrooms. Let's say yes. you like you go so out important. of your way to find tranquil environments, to give yourself eight hours to just be and think. And I also think that is conducive to the experience mm. that you're having. If you gave yourself eight hours to just go sit in a park and be in your day-to-day life, I'm sure you could get to a state where you're allowing yourself to think differently. But because we can't, most of us won't allow ourselves that level of um, time and space unless it is in preparation to do something like that. We're not going to get to those places without the help of something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so when I was in Ghana, yeah, yeah, we went to a rainforest for 10 hours just to be. I would never do that. <laughs> unless it was what for life. that reason and it's like but imagine if we did imagine if we said we're gonna wake up today carve out eight hours just to think a little bit deeper about who we are yeah. why we're here what we want from this lifetime if we feel real what is it to feel human do yeah. we feel alive that would be so powerful but we're not there it would yet. change everything and what you were saying about like you don't know what is inside someone else's mind like you don't know what that shit is that li- like if everyone clocked that like you can never know the contents of someone else's mind and therefore every single person is an entire universe on its own like that would completely change how we all relate to each other there's actually like um there's this guy uh this german i think he's german this german philosopher i think his name is wittgenstein And he has this analogy about a beetle in a box. Have you heard of this analogy? No. But basically he says that like, so everyone has a box that only they can see into and no one can see inside of everyone else's box. So everyone describes what he or she sees inside their box as a beetle. He or she or they as a beetle. So I know what my beetle is from my own examination of what's inside my box, but I don't know what a beetle is from your examination of what's inside your box. Mm. And that's basically reality as a whole, because the thing in the box could be changing all the time. But whatever it is, is just we all just think it's the same thing because of language, but you've never seen the inside of some you've never seen what someone else what someone else's beetle is so how do you know it's even a beetle which goes for all of reality like what i'm telling you is reality could be polar opposite from what you're telling me is reality but you'll never know and i feel like if we all engage with each other that way we would it would completely shift how we describe what it is to be a human and like what 
we conceptualize as existence. Because language is all presumption anyway. Most Ooh. people don't know how to use the right words to articulate what they're feeling. So we can only right. imagine how that, what the butterfly effect is for how we articulate our experiences, what we're seeing, what we're feeling. Similar to what Bobo said about colors. Like, <laughs> it's like, yes, I guess I'm perceiving this to be this way based on what my understanding of that color should be. I was, um, for the last couple of weeks, I've been trying to use this thing called the emotion chart. I think that's what you can refer to it as. Let me Google to make sure that if you Google it, the same thing will come up. Emotion chart. Yes. So if you type in emotion chart into Google, um, Google images, you'll see a wheel. And it's so helpful in trying to get you to use the right words to articulate exactly how you feel by understanding that there are between six and eight, or I think six and 12 main emotions. And there are sort of like sub levels of that emotion that are more targeted and can help you understand what it is that you're feeling in certain circumstances. So for instance, I I might say that I'm angry right? Which is just the very basic emotion. When in reality, if you were to dig deeper into what anger can be felt or how anger can be expressed, it could mean that you're feeling critical or distant or frustrated, aggressive, mad, bitter, humiliated, or let down, right? Yeah. That's fair. But let's say I'm feeling angry and I'm feeling very critical, How that might manifest is that critical nature could manifest as me being dismissive of myself or people around me or skeptical of myself or people around me. Mm. So it's challenging you to dig deeper and deeper and deeper, not only understanding what the emotion is, like what the emotion is, how it can be defined and how it's manifesting in your behavior. Similarly, you might be feeling sad, which is deeply connected to feeling hurt and hurt is deeply connected to being embarrassed or disappointed. So you can almost find the root of what it is that you're feeling rather than just assigning yourself to the emotion. So you're not just sad, you're sad because you feel hurt and you're hurt because you feel disappointed. How wild is that? That is so, yeah, that's so interesting. And think about how, like, we need this chart or this wheel for, like, human experiences. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And this is, like, I'm sure the average person is has no idea that emotions could range this far. And who, and they're probably doing themselves a disservice by not digging deeper. How does that differ from the way we just move through the world, where we're unsure that there are deeper ways to express ourselves? Bruh. So we latch onto this. I feel as though, like, people who self-diagnose themselves online, like, I have depression, I have ADHD, I have anxiety, based on their, based on how people have expressed their own situations. So there's this whole part, like, I'm on ADHD TikTok. How? I don't know. But TikTok wants me to feel like I have ADHD because... I've got a lot of ideas. I'm very creative. I use my phone when I watch Netflix, but I'm sure a lot of people who don't have ADHD also like, express similar behaviors. Mm. 
But like you said, it's how we've communicated our experiences and how we present them and then how they're perceived by others is what we're latching onto. Exactly. And every time, like, I've watched enough of, like, these fucking psychedelic shroom videos where people are like, I literally don't have the vocabulary to express what I experienced. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, I don't have the words. I don't have, like, I can't even form together a sentence. I didn't even know, I didn't even know what colour I saw. That's how vast this place I went to was and that's how limited my ability to articulate is and these are fucking scientists these are not like common joes doing shrooms down at the park (laughs) these are people who've dedicated their life to (laughs) trying to explain what happens when they're visiting other realms planes whatever yo but like there's also so like as a south african And like in South Africa, we have 11 different languages. And generally, if you're from Johannesburg, you either know like most or you can speak most of the languages. And so like, for example, for me, I'm Zwana, but like I also know Zulu and Tosa and, and, and. And there are literal words in my language that don't exist in English. Mm. And I think about how that affects the way that we feel, like how... No, I think about how that affects the way that we experience reality. Like if there are words to describe a certain feeling in one culture and that word doesn't exist in another culture, does that feeling still exist? And my answer is no. Like the, like the language that we use dictates reality and not the other way around. Do you know what mm. I mean? And so like literally the more, and this is why like, people need to read like the the bigger your vocabulary is the bigger your literal experience of reality is and the more cultured you are or not cultured that sounds elitist but the more languages you know or the more cultures you've experienced the bigger your spectrum of human emotion like you literally widen your spectrum of human emotion just by speaking or like knowing or understanding another language uh, but what's frustrating for me is like when you're black and then you're african and then you also know like more than one african language and then you go to like a western country or like a country like america where generally people only speak one language And you have to assimilate your really big spectrum of emotions into like a very small one. There's so many miscommunications that where there's like an experience that I understand and can communicate, but they never will be able to conceptualize because it just literally doesn't exist as a word in their language. And therefore it doesn't exist as a sentiment in their spectrum of human emotion and Mm. it's so interesting it's like why the ancient greeks came up with different words to describe love is because they realized that just the one word of love is insufficient to really like capture the full spectrum of what it means to love like there's agape there's eros there's there's all different types of love and yet in English we only use one word and like how much does that affect the way that we're able to give and receive love how much does that affect our expectations of what love should be and I yeah like I think about that a lot like we're like the our language especially English is so limiting that it literally fucks with the way that we relate to each other 
especially when it comes to love. Madness. And there it is. Yeah. I love this so much. What we need to do is after you, you for legality sake, don't go take shrooms this week. <laughs> Literally. I we might beat not you. go take shrooms and then we'll report back on the shrooms we didn't take. <laughs> yes absolutely but in case i don't then we'll have your experience (laughs) and we'll report back i remember when i was in ghana and i was with my friends and we went to the rainforest to partake (laughs) i don't know what we were sitting there talking about but we were having this really really um insightful conversation about the facebook libra that cryptocurrency that facebook was making to connect the world i don't even know The fact of the matter is, I don't understand how we were able to have a conversation for probably hours sitting in a circle about this one topic, tangent to tangent, and connecting it back every time. For me, no less than a year later to have no concept of what was discussed. I could barely recall what the Facebook Libra was. And so even in that experience, being able to not only look at a topic or a concept or an idea go so micro, then pull it out so macro, feel like not only am I able to understand and comprehend and articulate, but the people around me are as well. Mm. And then when I leave that environment, I'm like, oh, I forgot. Suddenly I'm an airhead. (laughs) Empty brain. (laughs) Nothing up here ever. (laughs) It is all gone. (laughs) I'm literally dead. Wow. I'm just a pretty face. I don't know words. (laughs) I'm screaming. (laughs) So we shall see. But my computer's going to die and I have therapy. So we've got to go. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. I love this. I love that this episode was supposed to be an Am I the Asshole? (laughs) And (laughs) why did we talk about aliens? (laughs) (laughs) This is why Bobo and I can literally have no structure. We actually don't. Yeah, literally. (laughs) We need space to say what we want, to just say whatever we want to when we want, because yeah. the moment we have to now come through and deliver based on expectation, it's not happening. <laughs> it's just not, we just cannot. And I love it. Yeah. I love that literally is how this podcast works. It's just a text of like, when should we record? Oh, bet. And that's it. Love it. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Let us know your thoughts on aliens. Are you an alien? Have you seen an alien? And also your thoughts on reality. Like, what do you think reality is? How do you think language affects your reality? Do you think the fact that you are, if you are black African, the fact that your language is more poetic, expressive, etc. limits the way that you're able to engage with white people about your lived experience? Let's discuss, because it sure does for me. Um, Yeah, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. 